Neat. All right. Welcome to the Tesla Community Channel. Yeah, hi. Welcome, guys. Great to have uh, Jennifer and Tesla Joy today. So, Joining us uh, for episode five. Exactly. Uh, we'd like to uh, have each guest introduce themselves just uh, for a second so everybody knows uh, who's here, uh, from where we are, and uh, then we go on from there, right? So uh, I'll, uh, I'll just start. Uh, I'm Julian. I'm from Germany. And yeah, Claude and I, we run this channel. All right. I'm, I'm Claude. I'm a father of five here in London. Uh, UK and uh, yeah, like Julian's saying, we've we've met on Twitter and uh, we've been building this channel up, and we're very glad to welcome Jennifer and Joy to join us today for a really cool conversation, and uh, just uh, in aid of the the Tesla community. So yeah, guys, Jennifer. Uh, well, my name is Jennifer. I am joining you from Richmond, Virginia, and uh, I am a Tesla shareholder, and I tweet a lot about Tesla and that's where these boys found me and they asked me if I would come and talk to everybody about my views on Tesla and I'm super excited about it so yeah hi I'm Joy aka Tesla Joy on YouTube Twitter Instagram Facebook um, I am a um, 2018 Tesla Model 3 owner so my channel is about educating new and prospective Tesla owners on how to use this car and also share my experience with people. Um, I also started a uh, Tesla women group um, that meet regularly to encourage women in the Tesla community to come together. And I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. you. An, an extra an extra benefit for for the viewers on the left hand side of the screen you have tesla purchases who are uh, awaiting fulfillment of their orders and on the right hand side of your screen you have tesla owners so the left hand side at this point in time are very envious of the right hand side <laughs> <laughs> it's very true but you know i had to wait because i spent all the money on stock on tesla stock <laughs> And I'm just saving like crazy to try and uh, make ends meet to get one. So, yeah. Yes. So, uh, as Teslas are publicly often seen as a car company, and that traditionally means uh, lots of uh, men are attracted, we'd like to, uh, in the beginning, send out the message that uh, women are welcome and their thoughts are, and contributions are equally valued in the community. Just wanted to make this uh, very clear. And I think uh, that's a topic we can uh, talk about uh, even more. So the first question is uh, to you guys, how uh, do you find yourselves in this uh, male dominated world of cars when the topic comes up in social settings, especially with regards to Tesla? Do you wanna start, Joy? Um, I'm, I'm actually tweeting out the link, so why don't you go ahead? Cool. Okay, yes. sure. Um, you know, it's funny. I find that my experience on Twitter and my experience in like real life is very different. So on Twitter, like in the Tesla community, uh, you know, it's probably 95% male and everybody's super nice. And nobody, I don't really feel like anybody treats me uh, intellectually any different, you know, uh, for being a woman. Nice. I think everybody's very polite uh, and they're like, oh, a girl. 
there's a girl in our group, you know, I can, I can see that, but you know, no one treats me like I'm an idiot or I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, in real life, it's amazing how many people don't know about Tesla or don't have their facts straight. So I do find that I'm educating people quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, it's funny cause people will stop me and ask me questions now. Cause I'm like my area's Tesla guru apparently. So I'll be in the community pool, which is now closed because it's September, but I'll just be floating around the pool and someone will be like, Hey Jen, so what's going on with Tesla now? I heard that X, Y, Z. And so I'll have to fill them in. So I feel like I'm the little Tesla ambassador for my corner of the world. But that's kind of how it's been going, you know, for me as a woman in the Tesla community. Um, but, you know, I'm sure like everybody kind of has different experiences because Tesla's a very unique world. And I wouldn't say that that is my experience as a woman overall of all subjects. I would say that within Tesla, within the people that are interested in Tesla, they're a little more worldly and higher educated I think that's the best way to put it, probably. I don't know. What do you think, Joy? Um, my experience has been the majority of people um, in the Tesla community are just great people. Mm -hmm. um, I do find that in real life, people are more receptive when I talk to them about Tesla. I've had neighbors stopping by when I was, you know, out cleaning my car, asking me questions about the car. Um, but online, I have run into men, unfortunately, who are, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> kind of, um, I guess, know it all. <laughs> they, um, recently, I was uh, on a Twitter space and um, I was invited on a panel. And um, this one guy, he just kept talking and talking. He has like a hundred thousand followers and whatever. So he kept talking. And then um, the host, um, I joined, I just kept quiet because, you know, just let him um, share his, his, his view. And then when the host um, asked me a question and I tried to answer it, the guy kept cutting me off, like trying to say, you know, no, it's not supposed, it's not going to be that way, but I'm just there sharing my perspective. So toward the end, I'm just like, okay, whatever you say. And I just went silent. Um, so I, I come across um, men online more um in the Tesla community and then I think this is why a lot of women are not um so active um on the social media platform just because we we do get these um put downs by men um and me being a an immigrant and minority woman <clears throat> I'm both on Twitter and uh, YouTube I've gotten a lot of really just terrible comments <laughs> on the content that I share so um, I have thick skin I'm older um, so I'm just like you know whatever I'll, I'll, I'll give you a comeback but um, for other women who are not uh, who, who may be a little bit more introverted um, they may not take it as well and they may be intimidated mm. That makes sense. And now that you bring it up, there is one thing that happens to women all the time in the Tesla community. And that is when Tesla Q tells us that Elon's not gonna sleep with us in the comments. You know what I'm talking about, Tesla Joy. Every time we get in an Elon comment, you know, Elon tweets something and we come in and we're positive, you know, like we're just excited about whatever he's doing because he's Elon. He's amazing. And wow. someone will come in, it's like five seconds later, and they're like, 
Elon's not going to sleep with you. And I'm like, my comment had nothing to do with that. Like if well, I, thankfully, like, I've never gotten those comments. It's probably oh, because you're that. prettier than me. <laughs> they look at me like, no, he is sure not going to do it. So <laughs> I'm just going to spare that comment. I've never gotten it, but um, I can definitely see that. Oh, yeah, coming. all the time. Yeah. Like every time I'll be like, yeah, I'm so excited about like whatever, you know, Optimus or Cybertruck or whatever. And that's every time without fail. Yeah, the, the, the sort of discrediting kind of comments that kind of fly out there and make Twitter a bit of a war zone. Yes. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I just block them. I'm just platform. like, oh, block, and then yeah. move on. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, I block you know, you know, I, a lot, I, a lot. But, I can actually, but, yeah. I, yeah, I, as I, sorry. I mentioned, um, they're, they're not the norm. Um, no, the majority, no, no, no. I would say ninety percent of the people I've come across is just wonderful, nice mm. people. Mm. Yeah, and that's Tesla Q. That's not the Tesla community. That's the dissenters. Yeah, it's, it's almost like uh, it's it's kind of their it's their it's their modus operandi eh, to try and find any excuse or any material to to counter um, whatever uh, argument we we might make. From a Tesla supporter side uh, point of view, so, but yeah, and, and you know what, this this actually rolls into 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 the next question. So, okay, so if I was a like a super skeptic, you know, and I've got a head full of fud, right? And tell me what you guys think about how, you know, what 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 would be your personal conviction? Uh, how would you describe your personal conviction in Tesla in say, you know, as, as an elevator pitch, you know, in like less than you've caught, you've caught my attention for five minutes, but I'm one of those super skeptical, don't really know anything about Tesla. I have a huge amount of FUD and, 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 and um, inaccurate opinions about Tesla, but you've got my attention for a few minutes. What, what comes to mind about, you know, how, how would you describe your, yeah, your personal conviction. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I I did have an experience with someone that I've known for a long time, and this happened back in 2018, right right after I got my my Model Three, and um, this person just said, "Elon is a fraud. Um, Tesla is a scam," and I I simply asked. I said okay, if the products they're putting out is terrible, then fine. But as a customer, I use it every day. This car is amazing. So could you please explain to me why you think it's a scam? Because I'm telling you, I'm giving, I'm telling you as an actual owner and an actual customer that they make amazing products. And this is, I'm happy with it. So I don't understand why is it a scam? Why you say it's a scam or a fraud? And he couldn't answer me. So um, I think when I when I encounter a situation like this, I mean, online, I will probably just engage in, in you know, verbal wars, which I, I personally don't like. But this person I know personally. So if someone comes to me that I know that um, have these doubts, Right about or, or or they they've gotten some misinformation about Tesla, then that that's my response. I say, hey, you know me, right? And I I'm telling you, 
as a customer. It's a great product. So could you please tell me why you think that this is bad and then see what they say. And then I can re-educate them based on the, the, the misinformation that they've gotten and to say, okay, I, I, I get it. That's where you're coming from, but this is the actual truth. And this is actually what happened to shift their thinking. Awesome. What about you, Jennifer? Uh, so um, I would imagine if somebody has a lot of FUD for Tesla, that they probably don't know a lot about the company and they're thinking it's a car company, they're thinking it's electric cars and they're big on gas cars. Uh, so I would probably say to them, Tesla is likely the most patriotic company that you can invest in. And here is why. Because Elon Musk is single-handedly repatriating manufacturing to the United States by making humanoid robots and by adding solar power and the power walls and being able to store that power, we'll be able to afford to bring all of our manufacturing back from China. And in that moment, they're going to be like, what? Can you explain that to me? And so we get into a conversation. And uh, so from, from the beginning, and this is why I have seven figures in Tesla, in Tesla stock, because uh, I figured out a while ago, it was not about the cars. And uh, the cars are something that people will buy and that they will make a lot of money on so that they can fund the real mission. And also the self-driving part was to solve for perception and robotics. And it was always about the machine that makes the machine, which is the factories. And so, you know, that's less than five minutes, probably less than a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but that, you know, I've said a lot right there and definitely we'd probably have like a broader discussion. Yeah. And I definitely agree with Jennifer on bringing up the point that um, a lot of people don't realize that Tesla is the most American made mm -hmm. car here in the mm -hmm. States. And when I share it with them and they're like, Oh, I thought it's like an Italian brand. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it, it was uh, conceptualized here in California. They started making it in California. It's designed in California. Um, and I know that for my Model 3, 75% um, of the parts are sourced from North America. Um, so that kind of um, would give people sort of like a light bulb moment. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I didn't realize that this is actually American car. Like if you look at Ford, you know, GM and all those American brands, um, they're actually less American than Tesla. So that would... Um, get them start thinking in the back of their head, oh, maybe I've gotten this wrong or, you know, the information I've gotten, they're not truthful. No, it's very true. And, you know, we have to fight not only the FUD that's kind of floating out there, but professional FUD because the newscasters are telling people that Ford and GM are the American car makers. That's what they say. They don't, they don't you know, use like, you know, they're the traditional car makers or they make gas, you know, power vehicles. They're the American car makers and Tesla's an other car maker. So 
my mom and I recently, we went on a little trip to go visit some family friends. And there's this dear family friend of ours I absolutely love. And she kept referring to the American car makers and Tesla. And I said, no, no, no. Tesla is an American car manufacturer. Like they're, they're based in Austin. Like they're here. The cars, the cars are made here. So, you know. Yeah, and I think uh, American people, most of them um, that don't, I mean, that don't know about Tesla, pretty all of them, um, and they may be against Tesla, they've been deceived by mm -hmm. ads, commercials, right? So if, so when you're talking, sharing your story, I just have flashback in my mind of, you know, the the American cowboy, you know, in the driving the big truck, right? The, you know, whatever, the Ford truck, whatever, GMC truck, and just this American, so patriotic, <laughs> but it's like, no, you, you've been, you've been deceived yeah. by, by these ads. They want you to think it, th yes, it's a brand, it's American brand, but that's just the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, the components manufacturing, you know, if you really look at the source and where the cars are being assembled, you're going to find that is so <laughs> less, ha less than half American with these cars. That's very true because, you know, Tesla does make a lot of their own parts and like they actually manufacture their cars. Uh, Ford and GM, a lot of the times they assemble their cars. Mm. They're not making them, you know. Um, and, yeah. you know, so when when people start saying like, well, on the news, this and the news that. And I said, hold on, you got to back up for a second. Who's the news's boss? Like who's paying the news's bills? Right. The advertisers, who are the biggest advertisers? It's going to be the auto manufacturers and drug companies. So whatever they're telling you about autos and drugs is going to be heavily skewed. Just accept that, you know? And then when you point that out, you know, you see the little wheels turning and they're like, oh, okay. You know, it takes a couple of conversations and then the light bulb moment. And I always hate being that person. I call it the wool remover. When they, when you pull the wool, out, you know, from off of somebody's eyes, and then they see the truth because they no longer get to live in that wonderful, like, bubble. Uh, you know, then they see mm. the world for what it is, and they're like, I've been lied to. They're pissed. Mm. I tell you, they're not happy about it in the beginning. And you're the person that put them there. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, you never want to be that messenger, but you've like got to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Like the and and, and this just actually reminded me. Um, I grabbed my phone because um, two days, three days ago, a, a neighbor down the hall, he sent me this link with the title, Tesla owner refuses to pay over $21,000 for a new battery, gets locked out of his car. And he says, saw this and thought I sent it to you, wondering if you knew about this. And so I, I, I read the article. This was a 2013 old Model S. And so it's the battery's out of warranty. And then this guy was just crying. He was just a crybaby that um, Tessa won't replace his main battery for free. And so I, I, I literally responded to him. I said, heard about it. And this dude is tripping. This article is, is also FUD. I have friends who have old Tesla like this one and nobody has issues. I have friends with newer Tesla driven 150,000 to 250,000 miles on original battery with no issues. Plus this battery was out of warranty. Unfortunately, there are, there are crybabies on the internet making a big fuss out of something that's their own fault, creating false narratives. So the thing is, 
when someone makes a you know loud noise about this and some media picks it up, it gets totally high highlighted, right, mm-hmm. and emphasized. So my neighbor said, "LOL, okay, wanted to get your take on it. Good to know." And I I, I told him, this was my last text to him. When you see extreme stuff like this in the media, it usually is a crybaby not getting their way. It's just an outlier, not the norm. And I said, this principle applies to everything you see in the news, pretty much. But um, that just, I get, once in a while, I will get a message like that from a friend who is not a Tesla owner, who doesn't know much about Tesla. And that's what I have to tell them. I said, this does not happen. Like, you know, Tesla battery was caught on fire and like, oh, wow. And I'm just like, no, no, there's something happened with that particular car. Um, it's it's not the norm, but unfortunately the media just exaggerates it, and then so mm. people pick up on these, and they're like, "Oh, Tesla is bad. It's gonna blow yeah. up. You're gonna get locked out of your car. Your battery's gonna die." You know, what people forget, and I, whenever I whenever somebody brings one of those stories up, I tell them, I say, "You do realize there are three million Teslas on the road, right? Three million Teslas." And you see them all the time. I see them all the time by us, you know. Same, if, yeah. If they were just catching on fire all the time, they would just, there would be fires everywhere. Like you would not be able to miss it. So what do you think is more likely? You're missing hundreds of fires daily or the media's lying to you? It's you just an, like how many people now have uh, FSD beta? Right. Oh, like 100,000. There, oh. there should be. Joy, I should be dead by now. I should be dead by now, right? <laughs> My car would have blown no, up. I've had this for over four years. I've been using autopilot, you know, enhanced autopilot, now FSD for a year, right? If this car, if the technology truly is so terrible, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, you sitting in, you. in the burning Tesla running over children. <laughs> Right, yeah, or I would be in jail. I'm not. I I would have gotten into an accident. I did not. So yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what now, this- Joy, do you have the 10.69? Yeah, I got 10.69.2 um, a week, two weeks ago. I'm the last. I'm the last wave. Like I didn't get it until like Monday morning at 2:30. Um, everyone, you know, I just went to sleep. Everyone's like, Joy, check your phone. Like, I'm in, I'm like, nope, nothing. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm the FSD beta peasant. <laughs> I'm the very last group that they rolled this out to. But yeah, yeah I've been a uh, FSD beta tester since October 2021. Oh, cool. Prior to that, I, I, the, the first day I picked up my car, um, mm-hmm. I drove like 40 miles to show, show the car to my mother. And I mm-hmm. used autopilot on the freeway day one. So I've been using autopilot for over four years since the day I picked it up. And then uh, a few a few months later, they rolled out Navigator Autopilot, which is um, the ability to, to automatically navigate highways, uh, mm-hmm. on-ramp, auto lane change, off-ramp. So I've been using it since late 2018. And then uh, FSD uh, City self-driving came out and I signed up and yeah, I've been using it for the last four years and never got into an accident. Uh, and what it about- actually saved me from ac- a few accidents. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Well, what about uh, people who have never been in a Tesla experience this and when they're experiencing this for the first time, what is it, is it like for them, especially in cities? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I actually recently, last week, I did a video with uh, this uh, this this uh, gentleman called Darren. He's he's from Singapore, but he was in town, so um, he did a video of me driving him in FSD Beta 10.69.2.2 on his YouTube channel, and this was actually his second time. Uh, in my FSD beta car. So the first time was right after Cyber Rodeo. Um, he was looking to to do to film an FSD beta experience. And um, my friend Zach, um, Black Model 3 on Twitter, he he connected me with there. And so I, I took him and his wife out on a first drive and they were just blown away. They were completely just blown away. And it, his wife, while sitting in the back, she's like, this is driving much better than I can. And um, I also showed them, you know, Auto Park and all the technology and um, they they love it. And um, the second time that Darren rode uh, five, so it's been five months since his first experience. Uh, the second time he said, if it's so much more confident, um, than five months ago when he first wrote it. And he, he felt like it was just, it was me driving and not the car driving itself. Um, and I've had, you know, uh, family and friends that have written in my car and, you know, we would just like chit chat and I would just tell them if they didn't know, like, by the way, my car's driving itself. They're like, what it is? And I'm like, yeah. And then I'll like, you know, we'll do a turn. I'm like, look, and then I just kind of, you know, have my hand, you know, right by the wheel. And then the wheel just turned. They're like, oh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think uh, Omar had a similar story. He, he has, he was getting a service done. And I think the guy, he, he just, in, in, again, like you say, Joy, in casual conversation, just saying, yeah, sure. You want to take a ride I'll, uh, for a few minutes? I'll, I'll show you what this vehicle is about. And he kind of blew the guy right out, right out of his paradigm, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he yeah. was just he had no idea about this te this this technology. Um, what, what, one one thing is just sticking in my head there for a second is something you just mentioned just now, Jennifer. Um, I thought it was a really interesting point to say that it, as much as everyone sees Tesla as a car company, I totally agree that some of the primary fundamental objectives aren't really so much to do with the car. You know, it's almost just, it's just, it just happens that they're using the creation of cars as a, mm -hmm. as a, as a, as a, um, like a, one of their means to, to advance their technology. But, um, how, how, how often is it that you find the main, in the mainstream, uh, with, uh, um, that the, the general opinion is that Tesla's just a car company, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that's, that's, that's a really, strikes me as a really interesting point i think if i was kind of that person with my head full of fud i would have thought what do you mean it's not a car company and that would really launch you into the conversation and mm -hmm. uh, just excuse me guys i've got um the kids here I'll, I'll, i'm listening don't worry i'll be right with you that's no, fine that's a very good point though um a lot of people do think it's about the cars but you know we all know elon is a lot smarter than that and um he figures stuff out like 10 plus steps ahead, which is why I think he never intended to buy Twitter, but that's like a whole nother, a whole other thing. But anyways, um, but with the, with 
Tesla, I think he knew the whole time he was going to be able to make cool cars. He's a car guy. He likes cars. He had a McLaren. Come on. Like his first million he got, he ran out and bought a McLaren. The guy likes cars, you know, but he figured out like people will buy cars and I can get a lot of um, data from cars because think about it. All of the cars, all of the Teslas come with everything that you need for full self-drive. If you pay for it or not, every the whole suite is on there because it's sending all the information back to Tesla because every Tesla is training all of the Teslas. So that's why they have over a billion miles uh, driven that they can train in the, in the supercomputer and uh, train the, the system, which is why they are solving for, for full self-drive while they are, why they are solving for perception and robotics and why nobody else is. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point, Jennifer. Um, so a lot of misconception that people have about Tesla owners is we are tree huggers. We're environmentalists. Yes. Okay. Me personally, I am not, I don't care. I don't recycle. I'm, I'm okay. Um, I, I got, I wanted to buy a Tesla, not because it's zero emissions, but because of the technology. So uh, my background is in, is in engineering and I was in tech for 25 plus years. Um, so I'm a self-professed geek and nerd and I love, you know, gadgets and new technology. So when I first encountered Tesla, when I first had my experience with Tesla, with um, autopilot, self-park and all the stuff. It, it just blew me away. I was like, wow, this car's technology is amazing. So I, a lot of, and, and throughout the years, now I'm, you know, gotten involved in the Twitter community uh, or Tesla community. I found that the majority of us that bought Tesla is not because of environmental reasons. It's because of the amazing technology that this car has. So I completely would agree with Jennifer. And when people ask me what I, you know, think about Tesla, I'm like, this is not a car company. It's a technology company at its core. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always tell people, I'd say uh, it's an AI company, it's robotics, AI and software. And they go, what, what software products besides FSD is what they'll say. And I'm like, uh, auto bidder. Have you heard of the Dojo supercomputer? And they're like, what's auto bidder? I always start talking about autobidder. I don't even know about that. You got to You know about autobidder? Yeah, what is that? Can we talk about autobidder? Is it time to talk about Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the channel's ideas to explain everything to everyone. But I'm sure Joy, you know what it is when she explains it to you. You don't know just so know. You probably do, Joy. Um so all right. Um now we're into Tesla energy. So what a lot of people don't understand is that Tesla is like a bunch of companies in one. And one of the major companies is Tesla Energy. So you have the Tesla solar roof. That's usually what everybody thinks of when they think of Tesla Energy. But you also have solar panels and then um, the containment devices. So you've got Megapack, you've got Powerwall, you have Powerpack, which um, I think we haven't seen being offered lately. So I don't know if they're still doing Powerpack. It's the size in between. Megapack and Powerwall, but uh, so Autobidder is the software that goes along with all this, and it allows you to arbitrage the power uh, between different uh, users. So let's say you had a neighborhood, and the neighborhood, all the houses are built 
with Tesla solar roof, power walls, and then everybody has autobidder software. Now you are a standalone virtual power plant because you can sell power in between the units. So if you had a household that had a lower uh, need than another household, that household could sell, I mean, within seconds. And that's what AutoBidder does. So Tesla can literally replace all power plants in the United States, in the world. I mean, if you think about it. And what's amazing is, is like Africa has a huge need. Like they're, they're developing. So they're starting to build their power infrastructure. Uh, so they have to make decisions. Do we build a coal plant? Do we do a nuclear plant? Or do we do a solar plus battery farm? And what is the most cost effective? Well, I'll tell you, when you math it out, a Tesla battery farm or solar farm plus battery uh, is the most cost effective for that entire continent. That's mm -hmm. amazing. And that is one part mm -hmm. of the company. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for, for explaining that to me. So I am not so much into Tesla energy um, mm -hmm. part, although I, I know they're of, of them. Uh, it's just because I can't install solar or have power wall where I am. But yeah, now yeah, that now that that makes sense. And now I know mm -hmm. what auto bidder is. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and if I had FSD beta, I'd be busy too. I'd be driving around in my car everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so the no. uh, software technology, um, when it comes to FSD, for example, uh, yeah, it might potentially save you know, millions of lives in the future. Uh, there's also a book that Claude and I are currently reading, which is about um, you know the uh, ethics of you know thinking about future humans and everything we are doing right now and today is affecting future lives, and uh, this is uh, you know obvious if you think really think about it but uh, then the question arises what should you do so uh, for tesla the idea is you know not really uh, whether you should do fsd but how to solve it because they are so yeah what we owe the future that's the name of the book thank you so uh, the idea of uh, tesla or some theme that i think is uh, repeated over and over again is that, you know, thinking about how can we have the most uh, positive impact on humanity overall and whatever that is, uh, we're going to do it. Tesla's going to do it. And they're you know, solving self-driving, which is eventually like a million times safer than the best human uh, pilot on the on Earth. And um, same goes, you know, as you just explained, Jennifer, for Autobidder, uh, where you're distributing power across the country. Uh, I mean, there are calculations where you just need a hundred by a hundred miles of um, solar energy to power all the U.S. It's like a tiny fraction of some state uh, mm -hmm. just having solar energy. And, and of course, you need batteries as well to store mm -hmm. the energy, especially when the sun doesn't shine or the wind mm -hmm. doesn't blow. And then uh, you will have infinite power. And mm -hmm. this is a topic that is being repeated over and over again. I think this is so mm -hmm. inspiring because it's just pro-human it's not about really about money they are making <laughs> crazy uh, amounts of money on the side it's just a nice side effect but um, yeah. the basic idea of Tesla is just so compelling and that's why we also created this channel to uh, mm. contribute to this mission of you know doing mm. a positive impact and um, helping out future lives
Yeah, and that that that's an interesting. Uh, there's an interesting point in there about uh, concentrations of energy, like a power plant, or, uh, um, versus uh, a more distributed form of energy, like a virtual grid. And th there there are some interesting debates about well, if you if you're gonna funnel energy through uh, uh, through a sort of a, a tight conduit, like let's say Russia s supplies a lot of energy to a lot of countries in, in various shapes and forms, those countries become sort of at the mercy of whatever decisions Russia makes. They might decide to turn the oil off sort of thing. Um, and that, that's one example where it would, would almost suggest go for the more distributed form of energy if you can imagine a, 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 a large city with with solar panels and and and, and power walls and a, a distributed virtual uh, grid then you can't really uh, attack that you know you can't you can't really have a single person claiming all the power it, it sort of it almost uh, it encourages the a healthy democracy in that in that sense and in in, 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 in terms of energy and yeah, that's and it's a, centralized. Right. But it also discourages um, dictatorships. And so, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing. But so, so does Bitcoin and other crypto. And, and there are a lot of governments that are against it. So when you start to threaten somebody's power, sorry about my weird lighting situation here. Apparently the sun. It's no, great. It's the great. sun in Virginia. Look, I'm like, oh, this? this is from my window. Anyways, the sun, the sun is solar power. Ends. It's yeah, it's like it's three o'clock. We're going to get you anyway. So I'm going to fix it in a minute once I make my point. Um, where was I? Dictators. Yes. So um, people who are in power like to stay there. They're big fans of it. So um, when you threaten their power, you're putting a target on your back. So it's going to be interesting. What's funny is a lot of people are not paying attention to Tesla energy at all. Uh, they only see the cars, maybe they see the robot and they're a little like, oh, I don't know about this robot, but they think it's way far in, in the future. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the robot's done. And that's what I think because FSD's done and that's all you needed to do was to, for the robot, you know, so we're going to find out in two days. I can't wait. I'm so excited, but uh, I know. <laughs> AI day um, two, let's go. Oh, the whole day I'm going to be freaking out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna get real sick of me on Twitter because it'd be like every second. I mean, can anybody even function today? Like, <laughs> but anyway, so um, when governments realize that they're gonna lose a little bit of their power, because um, what you don't realize is governments do do have a fair amount of power. Even the American government through the power uh, companies that they they do work together. Um, you know, there's a lot of regulation that's around power companies and the government. Um, they all have monopolies. Like you don't have a, a choice between power companies. Nobody can compete to make a competitive mm -hmm. market. You know, what's really funny about the American government is they have a lot of rules for everybody else. They follow none of them. None of these rules yeah. are applied to them. You know, the rules are for thee and not for me. And I suspect um, that's very similar for many governments around the world. Uh, yeah, because they want to keep that, their power, you yeah. know. So mm. it's gonna be mm. interesting when they realize, like, oh, they can make their own power grid and they don't need us anymore. Mm. You know, 
Yeah, they don't like crypto. It's a lot like crypto. No, they don't. They don't like losing power, and and yeah. it's it's a very very valid point, and I agree. I agree. As a German, I can just affirm this point because, you know, uh, the uh, last chancellor for the last uh, nearly two decades uh, was very into appeasing Putin and you know making deals uh, for the gas uh, lines and pipelines. Um, coming all the way from Russia, and now we have this big mess. And uh, I'm always thinking about Tesla energy, like if we just had you know, the solar energy distributed all over Germany or all over Europe uh, and battery storage for that, there's uh, no way that this situation could have happened. But now we are living with this. And um, yeah, it, it really, uh, there's like a silver lining on the horizon that maybe this wakes up the politicians. And uh, I just... Uh, two days ago, I read a, <clears throat> uh, some complaint by a company that's running um, wind power plants in Germany, and they needed to shut down um, the um, the electricity or, that is being produced. They could not sell it because uh, there was already enough being produced by coal plants, gas burning, and so on. So the uh, you know, renewable energy uh, from the wind couldn't be stored because they didn't have any uh, batteries then. And that it just was wasted. So the actual consumers got um, you know, screwed over by this uh, fact that there are no batteries to store this, but we are reliant on you know, burning gas because it's coming through. And yeah, mm. no, no batteries for storage, and no and no option for using that power either. Because if it was hooked up to say Bitcoin mining, and listen, and I'm not, I have no Bitcoin. Like I'm not a, a crypto person. I. I'm like, yay, crypto bros. I hope you succeed. Good luck in your endeavor. But like, I don't, I'm not a crypto believer. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a Tesla person. I'm like a musketeer. If I could have like little ears, like musketeers, but musketeer, we got to figure something out, you know, because I don't have the shorts. <laughs> totally. I've asked Elon to make more shorts. I don't know if he saw my tweet, but um, <laughs> now we, yeah, we need something know. else for the musketeers. But um, so I'm not pro crypto, but I'm just saying, oh, that now my thought train derailed. I had a point. Where was I? It's going to come back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, where were we? You know what? I got so excited about my musketeer ears. <laughs> the, um, the decentralized um, power, power yeah. grid, Germany. Yes, not having enough. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Germany. You needed to keep the nuclear plants is the problem, though. Yeah. You know, that's the key. So I figured it out, the answer, right? I'm almost 42. That is the answer. So I probably have all the answers. I think if we all... Not, accept, not as much as I do. Well, because you, you've surpassed 42. So you're... So, <laughs> Way <yeah>. past 42. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, here's the answer. Just like make all the power that everybody needs... And then make the clean power, make the clean power. Don't turn off any of the current power, though. Let's keep that because there's new people every year. That happens. You know, people have babies. There's more people. If you look at the trend, there's just more people. And then just keep. And then when we have a surplus of power, when we have like a whole bunch of new clean power, then we can slowly turn off the bad power. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't it out. that out. Yeah, yeah, you just it out instead of just, you know, it's not a switch on and off. I mean, yeah. even my, my power company, 
um, maybe two or three years ago, they started giving us option to pay more and have 100% renewable energy power delivered mm -hmm. to us or 50% or like 25%. And it, you, you know, it's, it's less expensive, of course, if you get you know, less new renewable energy. But I know now that my electricity is powered by clean renewable energy. And mm. it's just a way for them to start phasing this out. So like, you know, if you can afford it now, I mean, it, I'm not at a hundred because it's just double the price, right? So mm -hmm. I, I do have what, what's called a lean power and that has 25% of renewable energy. But I'm hoping as time goes on, as California starts to build more of these mm. infrastructure, right? And mm -hmm. we're trying, and, and here in California, they, the governor mandated um, that started in 2035, they're going to ban sales of new gas cars, right? Mm -hmm. So I, um, here's another FUD I've been seeing among my circle is people like, oh, well, California has all these rolling blackouts at the recent heat waves. And then, but the governor wants 35 million electric vehicles to plug in. How is that going to work? I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually... <laughs> I'm making a video going to, I'm going to break it down to why that just not going to happen. But um, yeah. So, so from now until then there, you know, I'm hoping that the hundred percent renewable energy power price will start to drop, right? Initially it's all just going to be more expensive, mm -hmm. but then as time goes on, as Jennifer had uh, mentioned, right. And new, new people, new generation grows up and they are more educated on renewable energy, then mm. they're going to want to select more, right, of the cleaner power, right? So then hopefully 10 years from now, it's all going to be, they're just going to start facing out the the less, you know, the, the, the dirty energy. And then mm -hmm. 10 years from now, all they're going to offer is 100% renewable clean energy at an affordable mm. price for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's along the lines of the, the same argument that Elon was making as well to say he's not against, uh, he's not like brutally opposed to to the, the burning of fossil fuels, and 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 that it's actually very becomes very obvious that if you just shut down all fossil fuel energy sources tomorrow, that yeah. would not have a very good effect uh, yeah. on the globe. So it, it, it's a, it's almost like a. Um, Paying respects to fossil fuels, which have done so much for civilization up till this point, now is actually a really, really good time to to appreciate it and then to recognize the next level in that in in in, in the the technology of 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 energy production and storage now and you know and and utilization and it's yeah, it's, it's a progression. It's a, it's a progression. It's a pro and yeah. a lot of times yeah. when I think about it, I think we're, we're living in exciting times, like all of us right now, because we're, we're watching history in the making and we're at the beginning of it, right? It's like if I were like back in the days um, when, you know, automobile just started to, to, to come out, like Ford just started making, you know, automo automobile and I was still on the yeah. carriage. 
right? And I'm like, yeah. oh, what is that, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, and then more and more people are driving automotive and less people are riding on, on horse carriages, right? So I yeah. feel like we're at that point now with both electric vehicles and also mm. with mm. energy. Yeah, that's actually one of the uh, questions uh, I'd, I'd like to ask you. So does Tesla feel like having first rows to history Yeah, you know, like having front row seats to 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 the making of history. Does, does, is that is that what does, does that what it feel like for you guys? It it, it feels great because um, I am really excited to be a part of this and um, to tell people about this new technology, this new product that will make their life so much easier. Right. And and here in California, um, our gas prices have been I mean, in United States, you know, our, our gas prices have been going up and in California, even so. Um, I have so many friends. They're like, oh, yeah, gas prices. I'm like, you know what? Let me go pick you up. Okay. They're like, oh, no, no, I don't want you. I don't pay for gas. Right? So then they're like, oh, you know, yeah, you, you, you drive an electric car, you don't pay $7 <laughs> per, per gallon um, of gas, right? Um, so this is a way, this is a way for me to tell people this is the future and the future is here. And we're going to, we're stepping into that now. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's very exciting time for me to be at, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not a super early Tesla owner, but like 2018 now, my car is old. <laughs> Just like, I'm like, I have an old car. I have an old Tesla now. But, is um, it a legacy yet? Are you, are you legacy? Yeah, yeah, almost, <laughs> almost, right? And, and so it's just as time goes on, and I tell people Tesla is um, software running on hardware, platform right i mean my my car the hardware platform one day it's going to wear out right that this mm -hmm. advancement in software will not it will not be able to support it anymore then that's when mm -hmm. i'll have to get get a new car but mm -hmm. the advancement is is in leaps and bounds now right so before it kind of goes up now it's kind of like going like this right so um i think i came in like right at the 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 peak <laughs> like in the middle of it like just started to go up um, so yeah, it, it's, it's very exciting. And I have a friend whom I convinced to get a model three as well. So she took delivery of hers awesome. two months after I did it was, it was my office mate and, um, it, we don't work, work together, but, um, earlier this year out of the blue, she texted me, she said, if I have never thanked you for introducing me to Tesla, thank you because awesome. the gas price was so high. And it's saving her so much money. Oh, stunning. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense too on the West Coast. Like, um, and if you're not military, like I um can go on post and I can get gas. I was just on Fort Lee and it was three dollars and five cents a gallon. So, you know, you don't really feel it when your gas is three dollars and five cents a gallon. But when I lived in Germany. Uh, yeah. Like the gas is outrageous. It'll be three dollars and five cents a liter. But we're Americans who don't really understand what a liter is. You know, we're like, that doesn't look that bad. And then you realize there's like, <laughs> how many liters are in a gallon? It's like, yeah, isn't it four point five? 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to do fractional math and you're like, oh, we're not that good at math. <laughs> you know, so. Um, yeah, super cheap for you. Super yeah. Cheap. yeah crikey, Seven dollars yeah. a gallon is, is for, it's for free, basically. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, hey. Right. You know, yeah, in Germany flat. What is it? You guys are like at what, like nine dollars a gallon about now or something? Yeah, something like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm like, oh, it's probably about nine dollars a gallon. Yeah, about, you know. And you can't yeah. buy gas on Sundays. And uh at least in Bavaria you can't because it's like super Catholic. Um, which is fine. That's fine. You know, I mean, you have to go on the Autobahn to buy gas if you want to buy gas, but um mm -hmm. you can charge at your house whenever. Which is insane, just to just to even just to think about it. It's yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, gas stations are sometimes closed. I know that we're used to everything being open all the time, but stuff happens. Like we had a hurricane when we were at Fort Bragg, uh, which is in North Carolina. It's in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and there was uh, I think it was Hurricane Andrew. I think that was the hurricane, and all the gas stations were closed. They were all closed. But if you had a generator, you could have literally powered up your car. And it's funny because yeah. people are like, I see people powering these cars with generators and gas power generators. You've all seen that FUD too, you know, that meme yeah. going around. <laughs> and first of all, I see the meme. People ask me about, because that's one that they ask me about. And I'm like, firstly, that car is in a driveway and that house has power. Plug the car in. What are you doing? And if you're using a generator, then that, then you guys are out of power. And the gas stations are closed, and you're the only car that works. Yeah. yeah. On, on Twitter, exactly. there's been a guy who, who went outside mm -hmm. uh, and filmed the street, and people were coming up to his house because he was the only one having power because he had solar panels and, and the battery pack. <laughs> and was it, like, he was just living he's, normal he's, life, right? <laughs> yeah, I had a friend uh, also. Um, once he he posted he posted on, on his Facebook a high school friend of mine a college friend of mine he said he didn't even realize his neighborhood had a power outage until like he went outside and everyone else was dark and his house was lit because he had Tesla Powerwall <laughs> and he was like oh I didn't even know there was a power outage and I think um, Jennifer if you remember maybe last year or a couple of years ago there was a, a blizzard in Texas. Like the yes. right? So yeah, I actually, uh, I actually uh, um, talked to somebody that mm -hmm. has a Tesla Model Y or Model Three, mm -hmm. and um, he was able to power up lamps in his living room by connecting um, the, 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 the an adapter from his um, twelve volt from the garage into okay. the house. And yeah. everyone else yeah. is dark. There's like no power, but his kids are Crazy. still running around. There's a lamp in the living room, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I'm like, come on, people, come on. <laughs> you know? Like all the gas stations were shut down. Like people couldn't Rocky. get gas, but his, yeah. his car still had charge because he, he plugged in at home. Amazing. You know, Joy, that's a really good point because although you cannot yet plug the car into the house and power the house, which I'm really hoping that Elon changes his mind on yeah. that because that would be amazing. It would automatically be a whole house generator. I mean, come on, it would be amazing. But you can use the 12 volt power. And, um, and could you do that with any car? Of course you can, but then you have to run it. And yeah. yes. you want to be running a gas engine in, in your a garage. Thinking right, up the garage. Environment, you know, right next to your children, just so you could oh, turn a lamp yeah. on. Like, you're not going to do that to like charge the iPads. 
but you're going to do it to charge the iPads if it's a Tesla and you're not having all that noxious gas, you know? Yeah. 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 I also read another story. Also during that blizzard, this person, he just sleep, he slept in his Model 3. Yeah. yeah, why not? Eat. Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, you have you listening to music. You have camping mode in a Tesla. And yes. it will I, I, I sleep in my Tesla once a year when I go to a church retreat. I just sleep in there. Yeah, it's awesome. A, it's, so, it's so nice. It's yeah, emergency it's awesome. housing and uh, they are temporarily boats, according yeah. to Elon. Yep. So, you know, yep. they'll float. I mean, you don't want it. You do not want to be floating. Oh, yeah. Listen, audience, do not ford any rivers in your Tesla. That's not what I'm suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> but they have, but they have, hey, they have been. I think there was at least one story uh, of, of someone who who drove his Tesla out of a flooded area, mm-hmm. dotted with with vehicles that were basically stuck, yeah. and used used the spin of the wheels to kind of get a bit of forward motion and basically steadily make his way out of yeah out of i actually did a video uh, yeah, so, i think um a year or two yeah. ago when i was supercharging it was uh outdoors and it was pouring rain and and um people would wonder oh you're gonna electrocute yourself you're supercharging <laughs> yeah. in the rain yeah. with water so i did a video and um i dug up um all the stories about tesla and driving in the water and there was one story um, of the person, he, it was in Australia and there was like a, f- the, the road was completely flooded and he just, he waded through and he made it out fine. So mm, he lived, the, 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 the engine isn't going to stall. There's no engine. And that's why I tell people there's, yeah, that's another thing that, uh, again, you know, going back to at the beginning of this conversation about education, mm-hmm. I have mm. told so many people, I'm like, this car has no engine. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, let me pop my hood. And then I pop it and it's all my grocery bags in there. They're like, what? I'm like, this car has no engine. So there's no timing bell. There's no, you know, engine oil, no catalytic converter that people get, you know, that, that gets stolen from here in LA. There's, you know, you don't have exhaust that when it gets old, it's going to fall off the car. And you don't have to do oil change, no small check. And they're like, oh, I yeah. didn't realize this. So, again, it's just like people don't understand. Yeah. How and if that isn't work. a conversation starter. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I like, you know, just watch many stunned faces when I tell them there's no engine in this car. They're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I had to explain yeah. it to them. Education yeah. is a huge part of it. People Sorry. will ask, they'll be like, what do you mean that like a Tesla floats and a you know regular car doesn't float? And I'm like, well, a regular car, like a gas powered engine requires air. It needs oxygen because it has a tiny flame in there. You know, like it's burnt. You're literally burning fuel. Um, and with an electric motor, you're not. You don't require air. So you can be airtight. So we're like a little airtight capsule and it floats. That's how that works. Yeah. And, like, and this oh, is... Um- and this is how I converted my office mate back in 2018 because she had she had her heart set dead set on a Lexus convertible coupe for mm. many 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 years. Okay, mm-hmm. and then her 17 year old little Nissan Sentra was breaking down, and so I already had my Model Three on reservation, and so she's like, "Oh, you know, I want to get a Lexus. I don't know when I should get it." I'm like, "Why don't you get a Tesla?" She's like, 
well, I don't know. I don't like the way I, I really love that Lexus. I'm like, I'm like, listen to me. If you get a Lexus, you're going to still have the same problem as your Nissan Sentra, even mm. though it's a Lexus. Because mm. Tesla has no engine. She's like, what do you mean? There's no engine. I'm like, nothing. You know, there's, it, it's just battery, wheels. That's it. And mm. she's like, well, what about catalytic converter? I'm like, there's nothing to convert. Right? So she didn't understand at the time. Right? So mm. when I explained this to her and it dawned on her, oh, my goodness, this thing has so much less mechanical maintenance that I need to worry mm. about down the road. Mm. So... She went ahead and put out her reservation and I didn't even know until she's like, Hey, I'm going to pick up my test. I'm like, you what? (laughs) She's like, yeah, after I talked to you, I went and reserved one. I was like, really? So yeah. So that's just, um, again, education, Mm. education, Mm. education. Uh, I will just briefly share a video. Can you see this? Yes. Yes. It's on YouTube just for the audience who are watching this. Yeah. Yep. driving through a flooded it's area. The SS Tesla. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, this is not real. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But here, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This one I referenced in my video as well. They tested right. the test in China. Yeah. So they can just go through floods and uh, are safe. Yeah, it's just, it's astonishing. It's astonishing to consider how many things that they've thought of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in producing this technology. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's so refreshing to see that. And it's also interesting to consider the average corporate will have a strategy to compete, you know, to, 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 to attempt to differentiate themselves from their competitors. But if you think of Tesla as a corporation, they, they, they actually encourage the competitors to, 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 to follow them down the same road, granted. Mm-hmm. But they're not really interested in, in competing as such. They, they have a much more urgent and, frankly, noble mission, uh, and, and that being you know, acceleration of that advent of sustainable energy together with a safer, more exciting uh, future. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very inspiring. And it's, I, I'm, I'm loving these points you guys are making about how, you know, these conversation starters, you know, the people you encounter along the way and the surprises they have when, when you're answering their questions and showing them that there's no, engine in the under the bonnet and that kind of thing it's it's it's, it's really cool sorry and another um thing i i question i often get because i can't charge my car at home so oh. uh, a lot of people are like oh you know what if there's a natural disaster and you know you can't charge your car i'm like i've had my car parked for 32 days and only lost 15 percent of charge so when i come back it's still fine and awesome. people are like what really? And I'm like, yeah. And you know, when you drive, I mean, you don't the the, the battery doesn't just die like that, yeah. and it, it yeah. lasts for a long time. And and initially during the pandemic lockdown back in March uh, 2020, I did not charge my car for 51 days. I or I didn't have to. I, it could have gone on longer, but my car went down to like 25, 24 awesome. percent. I'm like, okay, awesome. let me just go charge it up. 
I could, if I wanted to run it down to 10%, I could have gone on, I don't know, 60, 70, (laughs) 80 days without needing to charge. You know, if I'm, you know, doing the lockdown, I I wasn't out that much. But at the same time, my down, uh, my my neighbor down the hall, one day I saw a um, tow truck coming or a hit AAA service. Her 12 volt battery died in her gas car. Wow. Isn't that the thing? You got the average three or four year old vehicle. I don't think it'll fare too well if you leave it sitting for more than a couple of weeks yeah. without starting it. You, you run yeah. into problems. Yeah, mine so, just like yeah, still it's, it's jump just in, drive. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah your, your gas will get old. You know, your gas will degrade. Uh, and yeah. that's why and they have additives in, some in cases the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and another thing I yeah, and I recently shared with my my cousin, whom I had lunch with. Um, they're they've been thinking about getting a Tesla too because of the crazy you know gas prices here. And I told her, I said, look, I I just my car just passed a four year anniversary. It still drives like I picked it up yesterday, because with electric vehicle you don't have again. There's no engine, right? There's no gear shifting, right? So a lot, so less, a lot less wear and tear. With gas cars, after a few years, you can definitely feel the age. It'll start mm-hmm. to slow down. It's not as sharp. The, the acceleration, the acceleration, just not there. Not my car. I, I'm like, I've had this car for four years. It's I'm not, I don't even feel like I've had it for four years because right. it you don't feel the age of the car for that reason. Yeah. And now, so enjoy, which which uh, batteries do you have? Do you have the 2170 batteries or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. It's it's a my car was made in June 2018. Okay. So I don't even know. I don't know what was before the 20. I don't know if there was a before the 2170s. I only I came in to interest of the batteries um, like around the 2170. 4680. Like, I understand that stuff, but I don't know what came before that. So, oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. I think it's just the, the, the 2170. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. The, the 4680 didn't come out until uh, they didn't. No, yeah. It. They're not making, uh, I don't think they're making Model 3s with the 4680. I don't, and I think only a few Model Ys have come out with the 4680, and that's only for some of the employees. Um, yeah, I think they're saving those for Cybertruck and for Semi and for um, the Roadster, which is going to fly. Did everybody see that tweet from Trance? With a booster? Well, yeah, well, Franz von Holzhausen, I'm pretty sure he's the one that put the tweet out. I retweeted it, but he's like, this car flies, literally. And I was like, what? What? Awesome. And then I told my mom, she has her small planes license, right? And uh, she's like, I want the car that flies. But she's from Long Island. She's very heavy accent. And that's all she'll say. I just want that car that flies. I said, well, that's not out yet. And she's like, could you get me one? And maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a question I've been having is I've been asking is, will we have electric flying car? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I interviewed Sandy Moreau a few months ago. That's when awesome. I, you know, I like, what about you know, flying electric car. He was like, it already exists. Evito, when I was in China. And he started telling me stories. I'm like, oh, they exist already. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, yeah, I, the, the... Sorry, you were saying that. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. Constantly pu- pushing uh, the technology at hand, right? Also, um, exchanging ideas with SpaceX, for example, 
and that's what is so exciting for me personally also about everything that musk uh, touches or creates so there are synergies and he's having like this overall picture and bringing stuff together also with uh, ai uh, potentially Neuralink, boring company for transportation energy all these insane endeavors that uh, were actually uh, most of them were never uh, on my radar kind of on a personal radar on my interests uh, before but uh making you connecting the dots really makes you excited for the future i think and that's uh, something that's really valuable uh, that is being created by doing this and uh when we had the uh, group chat uh, on Twitter before, uh, you know, for uh, thinking about uh, topics that we could talk about, uh, one thing that really struck me was uh, Claude and I, uh, we both have uh, you know, uh, girls, uh, small girls uh, as children. So uh, what do you think? Uh, how, how can we uh, help empowering uh, girls or younger women, uh, especially in these fields uh, that are highly technical or regarded as highly technical? Uh, especially you, you call it STEM in uh, the US, I think, right? Uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, what, what do you think? What, what's your perspective on this? Because uh, I don't want my uh, children to think, you know, oh, this is a male dominated thing, leave it to them. It's also their f future, right? It's uh, just a stereotype. Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, so I mentioned. Uh, at the beginning or a while back, my background is engineering. And um, when did I go to college? 30 years ago. 30 years ago, I remember walking into an assembly language class the first day. I walked in, I looked at the audience. I walked right back out. I looked at the room number. I'm like, this is not a fraternity meeting, is it? And so I was like, yeah, I do have the right room number. So I walked in. I think we had maybe 70 students in there. And I was one of the probably three uh, female students at the time. That was 30 years ago. Yeah. But I can tell you that I am glad to see that there are women uh, now that are uh, in, in the STEM um, program. Awesome. Um, I do have a stepdaughter. And uh, I don't know what her, you know, she doesn't know where her interests are. I, she's not into Tesla. I mean, you know, when she was little, she, she's just like your, your, your son. Like she would just be like, oh, there's a Tesla, there's a Tesla. You know, we'll yeah. play pooch buggy in my car and all that stuff. So <clears throat> what I do is I try to expose my daughter to technology stuff. I would take her to the California Science Center. We go look at Endeavor, you know, space shuttle, you know, science, whatever. But I cannot force her, right, um, mm. to get into a certain field or, you know, uh, expect her to have a particular interest because she is her own person. She has her own interests, whatever. And she's still young. But I think for young uh, girls, young women, especially, you know, with, with younger kids, uh, the more we can expose them to these, the better it will broaden up their scope and their horizon, right? Mm. So mm. who knows, maybe one of these days, something will click in their head. And when they're older, they're like, oh, I remember, you know, I went and saw the space shuttle and that sounds really cool. I want to learn more about space, right? Mm. Then, you know, they might want to go into that direction. Um, so 
there is still a big need. So right now uh, I am in um, technology recruiting um, management, recruiting, executive recruiting uh, business. And there is a huge need with like engineering managers that are female, but either they're almost retiring because, you know, it's like the one of the very few that, that have the experience or they're now just starting out, but they don't have that experience just yet. So in the last, I would say 10, 20 years, there's still a gap. But now I am seeing more and more women getting into um, the technology field. So hopefully in another five to 10 years, um, the, the playing, the, the level will, will, will be even on the play, playing field. No, that's great, you know, and, and that's so that's so encouraging. Like Julian was saying, uh, I, I, I've got five children, two of them are, are girls, right? And uh, our oldest is, is just about to turn 11. And uh, these kind of these kind of topics, you know, they're going to be coming up in the next few years and probably already, you know, we've already discussed things on a, on, a, on a certain level. And we find that we do things like play Roblox, <laughs> Minecraft. Oh, my stepdaughter, she just you turned know. 14. She still plays Roblox. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I find I find at least uh, some level of connection there. You know, it's it's like um, uh, uh, sort of getting into their world. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, and 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 now, um, she, and she's our oldest. So the, the 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 younger boys when they start playing Roblox, we'll all play together and that sort of thing, and kind of mix the conversation up and 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 and. There's, there's no need for us to create any taboo conversations like, oh, no, these are cars, you know, right. you know, my daughter doesn't need to know anything about cars. We don't need to talk like that anymore. Now we can just be all inclusive. And it's uh, it's very refreshing and, 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 and it's very encouraging what you're saying, Joya, that, 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 that you can see the movement, you know, you can see the change, the equilibrium. And it's, it's um, yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, yeah, and, and and years ago when I when my daughter was still, I think she was probably eight or nine, and she was playing Minecraft. That Minecraft was the thing, and then she switched over to Roblox. Um, I found out that there was a Minecraft game uh, camp, like a spring break camp or summer camp. So I signed up. I signed her up for it. Um, so even though it's a it's a game, I found out there's actually a lot of um, like math and um, you know. Yeah. Uh, engineering yeah. actually engineering yeah. in it so i don't yeah. know about this but so when i go pick it up pick her up at the end of the day i would talk to the the, the instructors they're like yeah today we learned about the uh and gates and nor gates i'm like what that's what i learned like back in engineering <laughs> classes so I was programming like, wow, logic yeah great. so so at least i know that she was exposed to it right yeah. she was exposed to you know the the logic of like engineering and and that's so how they should do it. like oh she she was great she was even teaching others so i know that she can do this mm -hmm. if she ever chooses to get into that field because she she understands so um yeah so like like i said for us older people <laughs> the, the parents so what we can do now is to expose them to these areas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like you said sorry well, what I was going to add is, you know, uh, if you want to expose your girls to STEM, 
uh, we need programs that uh, are going to interest them. So like Joy was saying, you know, her child was interested in Minecraft. And then if you have uh, a program that integrates, you know, Minecraft and STEM, they're going to be interested because really to get somebody uh, to want to spend time on something, you have to remove fear from them and, uh, yeah. and make them comfortable with something. So if they spend time with it, uh, and like, cause it's a lot of it's mathematics. And so if they're, they learn mathematics, they get comfortable with the language of mathematics, then they're going to want to do it more because they're good at it. They're comfortable with it. you know, um, I was fortunate. My grandfather pit all of us cousins against each other. I know that sounds terrible, but no, it was really, it was really fantastic. He, my grandfather was really into puzzles. He's a really smart man and uh, he's still alive. So hi grandpa. But um, he would like print out Mensa questions and then he would do, no, right? <laughs> and like, my, my cousin Anthony and I, so my cousin Anthony is, um, I think he has an engineering degree. I think it's software engineering. A couple of my cousins on that side do. And my father was an engineer. So it's, it runs in the family. I'm not. But, um, but he would give us the same question and be like, let's see who finishes it first. You know, and and gets it right, you know. So we would like want to be the one that gets it right and finishes it first, uh, because we want grandpa to like us more. And so, you know, but we, we got really good at it. So, you know, use that a little bit. It makes you know? sense. It makes sense. And you start seeing correlations, like you're saying with with the, the and or logic from mm -hmm. from the Minecraft world and how you suddenly understand it when you're learning it in school, for example. Those correlations would be a really great catalyst for, for, for them developing an interest in, in, in some technical field of some kind. So awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely take your guys' advice on board. Yeah, build that foundation. You know? yeah, we yeah, do. Totally. Thank you very much for that. Um, yeah. We're in one hour and seventeen minutes. What what do you think? Should we wrap it up in like uh, fifteen minutes or something? Or yeah, or if that's all right with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do have to um, head out pretty soon. So I have oh, cool. No, no worries. Yeah. No worries at all. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, Claude, should you should go or should I? I was going to say, I think I've got one more question here. Yeah, I got it. For an interesting related to yeah. what we just talked about. Yeah, so yeah but have you have you got anything extra there, Gillian? Uh, yeah. So um, well, we just talked about, you know, uh, making uh, people interested in uh, things, but the effects are not really clear. Uh, you know, for example, you might expose your, your children to, let's say, a uh, space, and they might be interested, but maybe not, right? Um, but you've been exposed to Tesla and the Tesla community. So the question is, uh, what are the effects of that? Uh, how has the Tesla community changed your mindset or how you operate within the world? That's a very good question. I haven't really thought about this. I don't I don't think it's changed me all that much um, because I see it again just like a you know the a, a new technology that I'm excited about that I tell my friends about. Um, but I have to say that um, I have met a, a diverse group of people in the community um, that I've come to know 
And uh, I really appreciate um, the support and encouragement that we give to one another. So um, I think that's the, the biggest, biggest benefit um, for me being involved in the Tessa community. Yeah, I would actually agree. Like, uh, everybody's so positive. I don't know. It's the first thing I do in the morning. Like, when you guys see me get on in the morning, I know you see me because you guys are on a different time zone. And I'm good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. You know, uh, it's so positive. Like, people are like, Twitter's so negative. I'm like, are we on the same platform? Because <laughs> maybe you should join the Tesla Twitter community. Because I'm always like, hashtag Tesla Twitter fam. Like, where are my my Tesla people? I don't know. It, it does feel like an extended family to me. Um, everybody's so sweet. And I feel like we're all working towards something together. Like we're all pushing towards this mission. We're all putting our money where our mouth is and we're just holding on for dear life. Um, especially the investors. Oh, my portfolio goes up and down by six figures, like daily. (laughs) You and Jason DeVault. Very volatile. Yeah, yeah. Jason's always <laughs> like, I'm going back to bed. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should too, you know? And I'm like, is it too early for wine? It's I just don't it's look at it. New, you know? my retirement account and just let it ride. Okay. I look at it because yeah. it's so fun, you know? And then I'm like, stop looking at it. But it's on my phone. Like, I have an app. It's easy, um, you know? So, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I love the Tesla Twitter community. But I think you guys know that. Yeah. Yeah. And and another great thing um, I want to highlight is I get to meet people from over the world, like you guys, right? I mean, I've seen Jennifer on on Twitter, but she and I never, ever crossed paths. I (laughs) never talked to her. I didn't know who who she was. And now I'm like, hey, Jennifer, you're awesome, right? And same thing with you guys, Claude and Julian, right? So now it's like, whenever I travel, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to be, you know, XYZ. Yeah. Anyone wants to come out and, you know, have coffee or have, dinner together like you know i i i go back to, to type i'm from taiwan originally i'm i still have citizenship there so i go yeah. back there once a year right so for the last two years i've been back i connected with uh tesla club uh on tesla owners club taiwan mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. we would hang out and you know have go have dinner and just now i have friends everywhere i go oh. it's it's amazing awesome and it, it's an interesting thing to consider also how I mean, our enthusiasm can easily be kind of misconstrued as, oh, we're part of a cult. Yeah. Right? We're all part wow. of this big cult. But wow. if you had to, like you say, think it through. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. Julian says, join the dots. And actually, if the penny if the penny drops, um, uh, um, you know, if, if, if you have that aha eureka moment, you realize, oh, my goodness, this is actually something that's really not just really, really cool. It's very, very significant. And that we can actually play a role uh, in in in, uh, in 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 this unfolding of, of the next level of history is is um is is really sobering and it's and and uh, yeah it's it's the source of all this uh, it's a massive source of all this enthusiasm and like you say we're making these connections across the globe on on, on very common grounds um it's 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 not difficult. To understand, uh, if if you if you're willing to unlearn the fud, 
and then open your mind to understand well what is actually possible like elon is saying if you're not breaking if you're not breaking the laws of physics then um you're in the realm of possibility and that's what's being proven right in front of our eyes with with electric vehicles that are a viable option and soon to be passing price parity with what we have been um driven to believe to be the the best form of 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 transportation with with internal combustion engine vehicles and and things like that so yeah wow you brought up the word cult so that's another that's a label that people (laughs) a lot of people have put on us right like they call you the the you know elon or tesla fanboys or fangirls and we're in the cult so I, I'm just going to make a clarification here. Personally, I don't worship Elon. I just think he's a brilliant exactly. guy. I don't exactly. put him on a pedestal. I don't, you know, go out and buy all the merch that, that he puts out there. I don't have Tesla shorts. I don't, it's just an expensive piece of fabric that I just don't need to spend my money on. Right. And to me, and also because I'm older, um, I just don't care. Right. I, I see Elon as a, another human being, just like I am. Right. He's only like a few few years older than me. Right. Yeah. So I see him as a human being who will who may say things impulsively that may not be the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. He may make decisions that I, I do not agree with. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like, for example, he keeps raising the FSD beta um, FSD software price. I'm like, no, keep it at five thousand. Nobody's going to buy it. Fifteen thousand. I, I get it. it. It's so valuable. But fifteen thousand dollars. All, none of my friends who are buying new Teslas will be you will be paying another fifteen thousand dollars for that. Five thousand dollars, you get a lot more FSD beta testers on the road, right? So things like that. So um, so when people say, "Oh, you're you're know, in the call," I'm like, "No, I, there's so many things I disagree with him." And uh, I've actually gotten called out called out for this, like being a traitor, or whatever on Twitter when I disagree with him before. But I'm like, you know what? He's just another human being. He makes mistakes just like I, like right. I would. So um, yeah. I'm just a really happy customer of yeah, awesome. the product that the company called Tesla had put out and what the CEO, Elon Musk, he had envisioned to, to produce. I'm a happy recipient. So, you know, if you like something, of course, you're going to go tell your friends, right? And sure. another yeah. thing with Tesla is... I've been asked, you know, why, why is Tesla on this level? I mean, you know, like BMW, Porsche, whatever, they have their own little car gathering, right? But it's not on the scale as a Tesla community. And I compare the Tesla brand to like a, a sports team or a, a band, right? So these are the things that would transcend all backgrounds, all walks of life, right? So like, I don't know what football teams you guys like, right? Maybe Chelsea and I don't know what's in Germany, right? So, but if both of you like Chelsea, right? Julian's a German and Claude is South South African. You can get behind that. You can talk about that thing, right? Or if you like the Beatles, right? Then you, Mm. whoever, like all over the world, you just get together and talk about that. So I see Tesla brand as that. And um, I, I've met people that have been, they, they were like, you know, maybe BMW enthusiasts for so long. And then now they come into the Tesla community. I would always hear 
yeah, BMWs, you know, we have our little gatherings, but it's so competitive. Everyone's trying to like one up an, another person. But when they come to the Tesla meetup, everyone's so nice. We're sharing knowledge. Mm. We're like, yeah, encourage one another. So nice. Yeah. And just totally different. So, yeah, if, I mean, if you want to call me a cult, I guess that's a cult, but I, I don't think that's a cult. I'm just a very happy customer. Well, and, and like and like Julian was saying just now, that's, that's another one of the reasons why we why we started this channel was to, to put more real people in the conversation is if people are thinking that it's a cult and everybody's being paid to say something and that, you know, it's actually not true. They are, it's, they are people just like us who are out of our, out of our, taking our own time, uh, uh, to, to have a conversation like this. And, uh, it's, it's, um, yeah, you, you, when when the conver as the conversation grows, as the community itself grows, as you uncover all of those uh, future Tesla owners, you know, kind of as you reach out into, you know, the wider community, uh, that those um, fuddy images will basically lose their sting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I think, think we're point to wrap it up, right? So yeah. Saying that it's a very inclusive community and this channel is dedicated to the community that's why it's called the tesla community channel right uh, it's open to anybody all over the world i mean we're here from the east coast west coast in the us uh uk germany and yeah everybody's open to join and we're exactly, really, yeah. uh, glad to have you here and yeah thank you for your time and energy and all your thoughts and brilliant insights that you were sharing with us today it's, yeah, it's been a super. It's, it's been a super pleasure to have a chance to to catch up with you guys, Jennifer and Joy, and uh, yeah, um, I've been following, like you say, Joy, your other, the, you, um, uh, uh, Darren's channel. I saw that show the other day; that was brilliant. And uh, yeah, every, I think every bit of uh, Tesla information that we can get a hold of is just it's just just so nice. And and getting a chance to speak to you guys in person is is awesome. So. Like like Julian's saying, this this just channel we're gonna we're gonna grow it the best we can. We're, we're pretty busy guys, you know, with the family and all of that. But um, it's an ongoing conversation, and you guys are welcome back anytime. And uh, it'll be it'll it'll be great to just stay on these front row seats to this um, turn of history. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having having me on. It's been an honor and a pleasure. And so nice to finally meet you, Jennifer. Oh, it was great to meet all of you. Like, this was a lot of fun. So thanks, guys. And everybody have a great day. Such a pleasure. Likewise. Likewise, you guys. Great. Thank you. Thank all you. Right.